What's up, everybody? It's Sabrina Thompson from Survivor Season 24. Whenever I want to get a pop in the locking and count on someone smizing during the uprising, I always tune into my boy Bryce Isaiah. Issa, 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 Purple Pants Podcast. It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better listen in public, might make your stomach hurt. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to unwind, you better get that box wine. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to get your snack, you better hurry right back, though. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants. You ready to pop, lock, and drop on this week's episode? What's poppin', everybody? I'm your host, Bryce Isaiah, and I'm so excited for this week's episode. What's going on? But wait, 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 wait. Before we go anywhere, have you subscribed to my podcast on Apple Podcasts yet? Have you wrote a review? Have you given me a five-star rating because you know your baby boy loves to read the reviews? And have you told a friend to tell 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 a friend? Because listen, we popping over here at the Purple Pants Podcast. What's going on, everybody? What's everyone been doing? How has your holiday weekend been? Spending time with your family? You've been social distancing? You've been wetting the whistle? Spill the tea. Let your baby boy know what's going on. Well, it should be no surprise. You know me. Busy as a, busy as a who? Busy as a huh? Busy as a who? Busy as a quarantine beat, beat. Be busy as a quarantine. Be, be, listen. Y'all know these last couple of weeks, a boy has been busy as a quarantine. Busy. And although I'm so happy that I am literally caught up in busy work life, busy personal life, busy entrepreneur life, just Every aspect of, well, not busy in my love life. Okay, we we still waiting for a text back. But everywhere else, I've been so busy. And I'll be honest, Purple Pants Posse, it is a lot for me to process as like literally out of nowhere, I have become busy. And it's not out of nowhere. I've been working up to things and working on things. And so it should be no surprise. But in very true fashion of life, when something happens, everything happens at once. And so I have this sense of like, I'm being a bad friend. I'm not calling people back. I'm not FaceTiming Barb when I need to FaceTime Barb. I'm not answering these work emails when I shouldn't be answering these work emails. And I have this sense of like chaos in my life. And it takes a toll on your baby boy. And you know me, I am always one for self-reflection, self-assessment. And I'm just like, baby boy, you have to take some time for yourself. And you know me, I'm always one to tell my purple pants posse, put yourself first. But it's always easy to tell others to put themselves first than to actually practice what you preach. So purple pants posse, I'm calling myself to the carpet and saying, Bryce, you need to practice what you preach. And not just because it's important and you need to, but because like you are spiraling and you are just all over the place. And I'm honest enough to say that like I'm not like, you know, I keep it very real with my purple pants posse. So shout out to my Purple Pants Posse and shout out to all the new listeners. I'm so excited that you've tuned into the Purple Pants Posse. But listen, this is what we do here. We go together. So if we go together, I can be honest and share with you like how I'm feeling in my life. And when I tell y'all it's so much going on that I can't even like, I can't even unpack it on somebody because it's so much. However, I believe that I was called 
for to be in this position. And, you know, some people sink or they swim. And baby boy is out here doing the breaststroke on it all. And so I just need to be very transparent and I need to focus on making sure that I am organized, that I am making time for myself. I am making time for my family. I'm making time for my friends. I'm making time for business opportunities. It's a lot going on here. And I just, you know, I just wanted to like, you know, just let my posse know what's going on because I would not be authentically me if I did not. And again, I can't shout out my purple pants posse enough. The DMs, the emails, the phone calls, the texts, everything that you guys do to uplift me, it truly like means the world to me. And I am so grateful for this opportunity for me to have this podcast. You know, almost a year ago, I started this podcast not really knowing what I was getting myself into. And here we are almost a year later. And I am like, you know, your baby boy is doing big and major things. So I just want to say thank you so much for everyone that has supported me and that listens to me and that, you know, has my back. But all right, enough, because, you know, your baby boy can listen. Your baby boy can go on and on. But I haven't talked about wetting the whistle in a long, long time. So tonight for this podcast, your baby boy is definitely wetting his whistle. And so, you know, with the holidays weekend that just passed us, you know, I Went to a 4th of July party at Wendell's house and he had victory IPAs. I don't know if y'all know what an IPA is, but an Indian pale ale or get into it. It's not just the regular beer. The alcohol content is higher and just how your baby boy likes it. So I, I snuck a couple in my car over the weekend. So I'm I'm drinking a sour monkey. Now, if any of y'all know what a golden monkey is, then whoo, baby, a sour monkey. Whoo. Listen, hold on. Wait, let me wet the whistle. Mm, 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 mm. Ooh, ooh, it's like a little, mm, but ha, at the end of it. Enough about me wetting the whistle. Let's get into this podcast. So, of course, I've got the church announcements for us. Okay. And this week on the menu, ooh, on the menu this week, I've got Jada Pickett Smith. I've got Will Smith. I've got August Alcina. I've got Unsolved Mysteries. I've got Clarissa Joe Middleton and the Being a Cat of Me. I've got a purple pants pics. I've got advice with Bryce. And who, 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 I got the freak of the week, baby. So listen, what we waiting for? Let's get into these church announcements. here for this week's church announcements and they're super short this week i've got two church announcements so the first church announcement is really coming from my heart and i am speaking to myself but you know when i speak to myself i'm really speaking to my purple pants posse and i just want to remind my purple pants posse that like don't ever don't ever 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 dim your light to make somebody else feel comfortable and that is and this can be applied to so many things in life but i just think that it's important for us to hear that that our light shines bright for a reason and if it makes somebody else uncomfortable that ain't our responsibility and that's not us okay that ain't on us okay we have to live our life authentic to who we are and whatever that looks like and over these last two weeks i have really like seen people's true colors come out and i really felt like and just 
a lot of things just have been going on and I've been trying to rise above and really trying to like champion myself to like, ah, I can work with anybody. I can do anything. But what I really see is that me being myself and the things and the accolades that happen for me bothers other people. And, you know, I was going back and forth with myself about it and just even talking to some of my other friends that kind of felt the same thing like you know am I am I belittling somebody Bryce tell me and I'm like no not at all I I think if anything you're empowering me and you're showing me like true leadership so I just want to just I don't know who else needs to hear this but somebody need to hear this and I just want to say don't ever 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 dim your light to make somebody else feel comfortable okay shine your light okay we are on this earth we are put on this earth to shine our lights and if somebody else can't take that that's their problem not ours and I had to be honest purple pants posse for like a couple of days I was thinking like maybe I'm doing too much maybe I'm like and then I I really had to like come to my senses like are you kidding baby boy like no like you're not doing you're literally in your lane doing what you've been doing and so if that bothers somebody then that's their own issue and so I just had to Put this on the church announcement because I think that it's important for us to hear as many times as possible. Don't ever dim your light. Don't ever, if somebody makes you feel like you need to dim your light, change the circle that you're in because we should never be forced or feel as though we need to dim our light to make other people feel as though their light could shine, okay? I can sit and be around as many people and our lights can shine bright together. And if you can't take that, then maybe you need to go and clean your light bulb. Maybe you need to go figure out, is your light bulb screwed in the right way so that when you turn your light on, it shines the brightest? Because if if it ain't, then that's your problem, not all. And so I just felt as though I needed to speak to somebody about it because it's real out here and not everybody is your friend. Not everybody wants you to win like how you root for other people. And you got to be careful for the snakes in the grass. And listen, some those snakes in the grass, they don't want your light to shine. They don't want it to be brighter than theirs. And it ain't. it's not about whose light is brighter. If there is a common goal, then it's important for us to achieve the common goal. But you got We have to be vigilant and we've got to see those type of things. And we have to be. We we got to rise above the drama and we have to let our light shine. Okay. And then the last church announcement, I was busy this weekend as well, too. I got to ship out some of my black and gay SF shirts. Okay. This weekend. And then I have some more that I need to get out that I will be getting out this week. But I just also want to let you guys know that I still have a couple of shirts left and the proceeds are benefiting the Mahogany Project, which I think is a great project that I am so committed to supporting. So listen, if you have not got your black and gay SF shirts, baby, what you waiting for? And yes, I know everyone doesn't feel as comfortable to wear them. But listen, I had like four people buy them for people that they knew to surprise them for birthday gifts and like other little stuff. So I think that it's great. And so if you haven't yet, please click the link in my Instagram or my Twitter and get your black and gay SF shirt. All right. And that's going to conclude this week's church announcements. All right. Let's get into this, man. You. Oh, we want the meat and potatoes. Oh, we want the meat and potatoes. Oh, let's get into the menu. It's a man who is a menu. Meat and potatoes like we're cooking up a great stew. It's a man who is a menu. Meat and potatoes like we're cooking up a great stew. All right, first on the menu this week, I have to talk about Miss Jada Pickett Smith. 
Will Smith and the singer August Alsina. Now, some of y'all might be, who the hell is August Alsina? So back maybe like five years ago, he broke through the radio with this song called I Love This Ish. Now, here go the song in case you don't know. Hold on, wait, where is it? Now, August was very young when the song came out. And after the song came out, he was a very troubled artist. He went through a lot of different things. He lost his sister and just with record labels, with putting out music. So I've always been a fan of August. Um, He hasn't put out music consistently, but he's been a pillar in the R&B scene. Now, let's get into the meat and potatoes of Jada Pickett Smith. Now, about maybe two and a half years ago, there was the rumors circulating in the, listen, the black gossip community that August and Jada were a thing. Now we all like, now wait a minute. Listen, how Jada with somebody and she with Will Smith. Now, now listen, now we got to unpack a lot of different things here. So listen, there has been speculation, rumors, talk, allegedly that Jada and Will have an open relationship. Now, this is before even this August Alcina thing has come up. Like, after Jada did The Matrix, she had vowed that she would never be in another role where she would have to play an intimate part with someone else. Now, we know Will Smith is a world-class movie star, and he does all types of movies. He's in intimate scenes, and he's like, you know, he is a, a A-class movie star. Class? Did I say it right? A-class, excuse me. Y'all know I'm on a sour monkey, so pardon me today. However, there have been these rumors that, like, you know, there were on, co- allegedly, listen, we don't want no legal problems, allegedly that Will and Jada were swingers and that this whole little craziness going on. Now, when I personally heard it, I'm just like, mm, I don't know, but I am one that is open to the idea of it. When I mean the open to the ideal of it, I always say that people always box sexuality into like like black or white, left or right. And so I feel like sometimes in relationships, if that's what a if that's what two parties decide in a relationship, then that's their business. It's none of our business. Just like I feel like with sexual fluidity. Some people are not gay. Some people aren't just straight. There is like, you know, this spectrum. And so like, but we as people in the society that we live in, we always just want to like judge them. We always want to say, you this you there so like i when i heard the idea i was just like okay you know i'm listening so back to jada in august about a year and a half ago last summer almost there were like these photos of jada and august hiking together just really intimate photos will was off doing his thing and as we know he's often off doing his thing because he, he films about five to six movies a year and a lot of the times each movie is about three months that takes them away from the family and but Whatever the case is, there were these photos, video footage of just Jada and August out. And then even a year and a half ago, August dropped a song that people were like, is that about Jada Pickett Smith? Jada even had him on the Red Table. Red Table is a show that Jada has on Facebook. And it's a really great show with her, her mom and Willow. And they have had excellent conversations on there. And baby, keep listening because I got some more tea for you. So, like I was saying, Jada had August on there. And, you know, yeah, that was like the buzz, the rumor buzz, like a year and a half ago. Now, also about a year ago, there was this buzz and talk about Jada and Will's relationship. 
So much buzz that Jada and Will actually went on Jada's show, The Table Talk, okay? And they talked about their relationship as it stands today. Now, this is where the tea is. Now, let me wet my whistle before I spill the alleged tea. On that interview with Jada, Willow, her mom, and Will, they talked about how they consider themselves life partners. Okay, and now I like this term because I'm looking for myself a life partner. But anyway, this this is not about me. This is about Jada and Will. They talked about this thing of life partnership and how that they don't celebrate their anniver- their wedding anniversary like they used to because the point of where they are at in their relationship now is that like they are stuck together forever. Even on that Red Table Talk conversation, Will has said something to the effect that there are no deal breakers, that Jada couldn't do anything that would ever stop him from his commitment and his love to Jada. Now, when I heard that, I'm like, if I'm in a relationship now, I mean, I got deal breakers now, okay? Listen, you can do something that will stop me from you, but anyway, that's me. But anyway, I'm still waiting for a text back. I'm not married to Will and Jada. However, after everything that was said during that interview, they really just kind of contested their love, how they have renewed themselves, and that they really love each other, and that they are on a new chapter of their life. And I truly thought that that was something that a lot of people could get behind because, like, you know, after you've been married for something for so long or you've been together with somebody for so long or even friendships for so long things change and you have to adapt to the new friendship you have to adapt to the new things and so I thought that that was like yes like I love Jada and Will talking about this however they did denounce that they are swingers in an open relationship any of that stuff okay any of that big stuff that like if you are a huge movie star and you know you got a a network behind you that they would not want to promote that type of stuff they absolutely denounced all of that stuff now let's fast forward to last week when august alcina okay he is out promoting a new album that he has called the product three state of emergency so he did an interview a very intimate interview with angela Yee. angela Yee is on the breakfast club with dj envy charlemagne the god she also has a podcast called lip service that i love i i i look up to angela Yee. so on this very intimate i don't know what we want to call it interview podcast that angela and august did now they talked about a lot of different things so let's just be clear about that but one of the things that the media has grabbed on to was the fact that August actually came out and said that he was in a relationship with Jada. Ooh, baby, where is all? Listen, he said that he was in a relationship with Jada and get this, Will gave him the blessing. Baby, when first of all, when I watched this interview, I didn't sent this, I sent this to my friend Sarah, I sent this to my friend Chelsea, I sent this to my friend Joey. I'm like, oh my God, are y'all watching this? What is going on? Now, I also will be honest. I didn't know what the purpose of this interview was for. I didn't know that August had a new album coming out. I just thought that he was doing an interview because oftentimes August does an interview. In the interview, August was very clear that he loved Jada and that he did not feel like he should have to hold back his truth anymore. And that in that relationship with him and Jada, he loved her to the core. And in the relationship that he gave it his all. And so that he felt as though that he only felt right to speak about his love to Jada. In that interview, August talked about how Jada and Will talked about the new definition of their relationship, about their love, about not love, but about their life partnership, about how there are no deal breakers, about how they don't celebrate that the wedding anniversary. So August came with receipts. And me as a casual listener, I can, you know, I can kind of do the math. And like, I remember when these photos were coming out and I'm like, ooh. And then when the photos stopped coming out, then Jada and Will kind of did this interview and kind of like recommitted their love 
So I'm like, I kind of sort of believe August a little bit. Okay. So after this interview came out, baby, you know, the press was all over it, picking up these headlines. Anybody that knows Jada, she's very vocal. She has the red table talk. But after these things came out, Jada did not come forward. Her publicist came forward and adamantly denied the rumors. Will Smith also's publicist came forward and denied the rumors. And, okay, August came forward himself and said that he has no reason to lie and that he is just telling the truth. Also, the Smiths, I'm not sure if they released a joint statement or if it was Will that said that they were sideswiped by these allegations coming out, baby. And also, August came out, not a publicist, but August said that all parties were received the information of the story before it came out. Now, y'all know with my new activism role and you know me finding my voice, I do realize that, you know, that is true. When you release a story, you got to give the parties a side to respond. So, again, I am leaning toward the side of august okay now before i tell all the other stuff here's the one thing that like bothers me about the august position because i there's no doubt that i believe that him and jada had an alleged relationship okay and we're using the term alleged because over here the purple pants posse we popping and well we don't need no smoking heat from no lawyers but the one issue that i have with august coming forward and telling his truth because i believe everyone should tell their truth but like why is telling your truth have to be in line with you promoting this new album? That is like where the part where I'm like, hmm. However, at the same token, I believe your truth is your truth. But like, why you got to wait till you promoting the album? Because like, that's only something that they are going to like pick apart and be like, he only selling albums. He only selling albums. So we know Jada and Will's publicists have responded, have disputed the rumors. But Bay Bay, Jada took to the Twitter and the Facebook and said a lot of healing needs to happen. And I am bringing myself to the red table Ooh, now baby i'm not sure when the red table talk of jada with i'm assuming herself and her mother i don't know if will will be there but i listen if y'all don't know about the red table talk you need to get into it because i will be tuning in to see what jada says about this red table talk will she admit to the relationship i don't know because at this point i truly believe august i mean i'm just saying you know the photos what i know to be true what i see like you just can't make that stuff up and if you and your husband are in an open or a poly relationship, that's fine. Like, be open and transparent about it. Like, no one can judge you. Y'all got millions of dollars. Y'all live in an amazing house. Like, be pillars. Be pioneers of whatever it is that you're doing. I just, I don't want lies. And so, I just wanted to bring this whole story to the Purple Pants Posse. Because, one, I thought it was juicy and entertaining. And also, I feel like it's... You know, it's news, it's headline, and I, I love Jada. I love Will. I love August, despite of anything and every what despite what all of this is going on. And I feel like August set his point and set his piece with Angela Yee. And I am curious to see what Jada says on the red table talk. And you know I am I will be scrutinizing everything that she says. But listen, so if y'all y'all got more tea for me, make sure you tweet me. DM me, post something, let me know because I want to read all of it because I am I am so much into the story. I think it's so delicious. But all right, I, that, I just had to put it on the menu for you because you know me, we go together, okay? Let's keep the menu rolling. Now, this next thing on the menu is rather short and rather sweet. All right, Unsolved Mysteries. Do you guys remember like on Friday night, I can't remember what the network it would come on where it would be like, dun, 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 
unsolved mysteries where people will go missing and they would literally be like if you know if you've seen this person call 1-800 and then sometimes on unsolved mysteries they would give you an update like the killer of selena gomez not not selena gomez but you know selena rodriguez or like john charlie brown has been found unsolved mysteries takes me back to my childhood my brother and i bevan who is deceased we used to watch this and although me and bevan didn't get along when i was young he used to be very mean to me but this was like one of the things that we watched together was unsolved mysteries and dawson's creek so friday night i'm just you know minding my business in my bed trying to figure out something to watch and i see unsolved mysteries like number one in america on netflix and i'm like what the hell so listen i won't go into details purple pants posse about all of it because i watched the whole season but it is a very if you watch unsolved mysteries if you know what i'm talking about and it it was a weird show for me as well too because it kind of was spooky and throughout and mind you i did watch the whole season and like two and a half days so uh, let me just say that however a lot of the times i would have to like cut it off and be like all right i'm gonna watch it in the morning i don't want to finish watching this in the middle of the night while i'm living by myself but i just i love a, a crime mystery documentary it's not something that i crave all the time but there are certain times of the day or certain days of the week that like after a stressful day i want to like unwind to a little documentary and so i just want to put this on the menu that if you guys have not seen unsolved mysteries or you were a fan of unsolved mysteries back in the day and when i say back in the day because y'all know i'm in my early 20s late 20s early 30s so when i say back in the day i mean like four or five years ago but bitch back in the day when tgif was a thing i felt like unsolved mysteries came on after then i feel like the the stories on there are really great they are creepy so i won't lie they are creepy because there's some of them i'm like listen we got some of the killers in the documentary and i'm dead listen but i won't tell you who because I don't want to spoil it for you guys. But I just was so excited. Not, I don't even know if excited is the word. I just was like, wow, this is something that truly intrigues me. But not all the time. But, okay, how many buts am I going to say? But throughout the weekend, uh, this, you know, I got off, I had off Friday. So this three-day weekend that I had, I finished the whole season. Okay, and I, I loved every bit of it. But I did have to cut some of them off because Baby Boy was a little scared. And Baby Boy was saying, that don't make sense. But I'll let you guys be the judge of that. So if you guys have watched Unsolved Mysteries, please tweet me and let me think, especially what you think of episode three and four and episode one, because something something ain't right about those episodes, in my opinion. And while we are on the subject of shows, I just want you guys to know that guess what? Love After Lockup is coming back, and I believe in a week and a half, and you know that is my show. So you know you can expect that on the menu. We TV, Love After Lockup, I can't wait. Now let's keep this menu rolling. So keeping the menu rolling, I'm so excited for this segment because, like, I've been pretty transparent with my Purple Pants posse that, like, you know, when I go through things, I like to talk about it. And I, I'm one for self-assessment. I'm one for, you know, active change in self. And so I find myself at like a crossroad and so I figured who else to talk to about something like this than somebody who does this for a living somebody that is committed to creating change so on social media I found this amazing person her name is Clarissa Jo Middleton and she is the CCO of the Being Academy and the Being Academy is a digital gymnasium for spiritual growth mental clarity and building a life you enjoy okay that's something I definitely can get behind here at the Purple Pants Podcast 
podcast and a little bit about Miss Clarissa Joan Middleton before I introduce her to the Purple Pants Posse. She graduated. Okay. She received her BS in finance from Tobin College of Business in St. John's in 2009. And also in 2019, she graduated from USC School of Cinematic Arts with her MFA in Interactive Media. So let's welcome to the podcast, Miss Clarissa Joan Middleton. Woo! Thank you for having me, Bryce Isaiah. I'm so excited to be uh, on the Purple Pants podcast and to speak to you today and your audience and fight on to all my Trojans out there. Um, if you're listening, that's um, the USC moniker for all yes. our alumni. Alumna. I'm so excited that we were able to make this happen. We've been like emailing back and forth and I just felt like such a perfect time. And I've been pretty transparent with my Purple Pins posse that there's just a lot going on in my life in the sense of I am finding my voice here on my podcast. I am standing up for social justice. I have, you know, family relationships that I'm navigating. I have friend relationships that I'm navigating. I am trying to be an entrepreneur. I've got a full-time job that I must maintain and I find that I this last like week and a half that I I feel like a sense of I'm losing myself and it's hard for me to move forward and still be able to maintain everything that's going on it's just so much for me so I'm just like you know let me reach out for some help some clarity somebody that can kind of sort of set me straight so I figured like well listen okay I see what you're doing at the being academy and I think that that's amazing so like what's up what you God, like, come on, come on, CJ, break it down for me. How can I regain my focus, still feel like I'm being myself, still feel like I'm being authentic to who I am and still speaking up and still exploring who I am? Yes, yes, yes. That's all. You know, you have really, um, you've come to the right place. So at the Being Academy, we do, we help people really in two critical um, dispositions. So the first is if you're a person enjoying your life and you are ready to you're trying to figure out ways in which you can build sustenance and to sustain that joy and or scale that joy, come to us. We have the products, the services, the tools, and the resources to help you self-reflect, meditate, take a break, and just be with yourself because it is being with ourselves where we really grow and we really get the juices and the goodness and all of the, all of the, um, just the feels out of life when we are really in alignment with ourselves. The other side to that is that sometimes we're not always enjoying life and we need to shift or we need to endure or sort of pass through something to get to the other side of the coin, which is joy. So we have, we work at the intersection of spirituality, mental health, and technology. And technology, I know people are so used to thinking about technology as um, the big five or the big four and these digital things, but technology really just means anything that is um, using scientific knowledge for practical aims towards um, changing or manipulating human life. So however many years ago, centuries ago, a book was technology, you know, like the pencil was technology. And today our technology just happens to be digital and we are on it all the time. And we are, technology is just shaping how we're moving. And, you know, even this podcast, this is technology. We couldn't do this. Um, 
however many years ago. So what I want to say is let's start with you've already done something amazing. You've identified where you are, that you feel like you're losing yourself because that's pretty much half the battle, you know, getting to the step where you are like you feel your feelings, right? So many people, we've everybody's been so desensitized and told that vulnerability is not a good thing that in order to survive in this world, to make it in this world, that you have to uh, not be vulnerable, that you have to sort of suppress your feelings or deny that you have the feelings. But what that does is the moment that you deny your feelings, you literally disconnect yourself from the capacity to be authentic. So point one, Bryce Isaiah is feeling overwhelmed and feeling, and I don't, I'm not putting that word on you, but you've got a lot going on and you're trying to make sure you have a good grip on it. Is that an accurate statement? Very, very accurate. So with that, so at the Being Academy, we look at life from three different perspectives. The first is what is your discipline? position, right? What are you, what is the actual feeling? So we already know we, we have a grid and we have a chart. There's 12 dispositions. We already know that you're on the left side of the grid. And I would say that you're on the left side of the grid, not, which is the left side is not feeling connected. The right side is feeling connected. And then the top of the grid is high energy or active energy, not feeling or feeling connected and lower energy or not feeling or feeling connected. So we, you're not feeling connected right now. Let's talk about is your energy high or is your energy low. I find that my energy for the cause that I'm fighting is very high, but I also find my energy for like my interpersonal relationships tending to be low right now because I feel like I am like, this is always something that I've always wanted. I've always wanted to be authentic to myself. I've always wanted to speak the truth of how I feel. However, I feel like low in the sense of that. Like I'm, I don't know if maybe I'm just putting so much energy into one thing that when it comes to other things, my energy is just so low and I'm finding a hard time to get excited about things that I would normally get excited about or like the people around me. Um, so it's kind of like high and low. You know, excellent. You've already done the, the amazing next thing, which is you've compartmentalized because we are complex beings. And so we have five different pillars at the Being Academy and they are identity, spirituality, relationships, experiences, and impact. And I can break all those down. But what it essentially means is that you may be well in your relationship, but that doesn't mean that you feel that same uh, disposition when it comes to your career. It doesn't mean that you feel that same disposition on a daily basis. It doesn't mean that you feel that same disposition about your actual identity and perspective on who you are, you know, or in, in vice versa. You could feel well and unwell in, you know, any of the categories. And what we want to do is make sure that you have the tools to whenever you're not enjoying your being in any of those pillars that you have the capacity to switch. So all already multiple things on the table, multiple change going on for you right now. You have already mentioned finding your voice. So right now your identity is fluctuating. You already mentioned relationships, right? You've already mentioned like finding your voice is tied to your career and your passions and your work. So right now, three pillars are shifting for you. And what people don't realize is that even if things are going well in our lives, we're, our, our bodies are not used to um, rapid change. You know, we like familiarity 
familiarity. Our body's like routine. If you think about your body and the system of your body, your body's doing the same thing every day. Your heart is beating, your lungs are taking in air, the water is flowing, your brain is ruminating thoughts, your eyes are seeing. So we as human beings, we like uh, familiarity, consistency, and the moment we feel unfamiliar, even if that unfamiliarity is with something we enjoy, it triggers us to go into fight or flight mode. And whether that is um, fighting or flighting to get away or fighting or flighting to get a handle. So it triggers your parasympathetic nervous system because you feel you already feel out of control because to feel uncertain and unfamiliar, like how am I going to handle this over here and this and this? I don't have a routine for this. I've never flowed in this way before. So what you really have to do is give yourself some grace. Right. That's the first thing I think, you know, in terms of the active side. So the, the, you comes into awareness that you're not enjoying part of your life right now. You compartmentalize it to understand what is the parts that are priority right now. What's causing you the most, um, shifting of your energy and what's kind of like not. And so the first thing now is like, now that we know that it's change, it's transition, it's moving into a new space. It's a new chapter and you getting a sense of groundedness in that chapter, um, we can identify that you start with grace. Boom. Give yourself grace. Forgive yourself. Um, accept yourself. Surrender to the now. Because from this point, then we can start to build onto how you sustain yourself within the chaos. How you organize and anchor yourself within the chaos. Does all, how are we tracking so far with what the the idea of giving yourself grace? No, definitely. I I attest to that. And I feel like I'm not giving myself grace. I feel like I'm giving myself, I am beating myself up for feeling this way and not, you know, having control of this situation or handling some this better because obviously this is something that I've always wanted. And if it's something that I've always wanted, then why are I prepared for it? And so oh, I, I, yes, 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 yes. Keep going. So I, yeah, no, I, I feel I like giving like myself grace is almost like, you know, giving myself permission to be mm-hmm. uncomfortable mm-hmm. and in this weird mm-hmm. place in my life. Mm-hmm. And so I just like mm-hmm. even you saying that to me is kind of like I'm breathing out a little like, oh, yes, <sighs> sigh yes. of relief. Like, yes, yes, so- yes. See, this is where we want to get to from the from the moment, from the position of surrendering, from accepting our reality, you've accepted that you're uncomfortable. You've accepted that you're uncomfortable about a couple of different things. And now you've given yourself permission to be uncomfortable because the re- the fact of the matter is, is that there's no way for you not to be uncomfortable. You've never seen this day before, right? Mm-hmm. It's not a familiar day. It's not um, what, your, what your normal routine is. So from this moment, it's okay for me to be uncomfortable here. Then we can return to the breath like you just said immediately now I feel like I can exhale right because you were holding your breath thinking that you weren't going to be able to flow in this right and the moment you tell yourself I can't flow in this I can't do this this uh, this is getting you literally constrict your breath you constrict your being and breathing is one of the basic tools that we use and infiltrate into all of our products and services at the Being Academy because the flow of our breath if we're breathing, taking deep belly breaths, which a lot of people do not know how to do when we, but if we can track our breath, if we can become aware and we say, oh, I'm breathing fast. My heart rate is now going up. My thoughts are now going a um, hundred miles per hour. And these aren't enjoyable thoughts. All of that starts to trigger 
uh, imbalances in our brains and cortisol and fight or flight. And then we become panic and we become, and we start, and so we're, our system starts to attack itself, right? And so when we breathe out and we learn how to take a breath, we re, we re-regulate ourselves. So one of the things I definitely always teach from the beginning is just, it's called an ocean breath. And if you notice your body is 70 percent water right and if you think about the relationship between wind and water and the earth if breaths are coming in rapidly fast what is water doing it's turbulent right like if you see the wind switching back and forth that's a storm so we want to calm the storm in you that starts to rise up every time you think you don't have a handle on it right because the fact of the matter is is that even when you don't have a handle on it the bigger picture the divine the universe whoever your god is does have a handle on it the the divine intelligence for me i am a christian and so for me that is jesus that is uh god that is the the trinity um but for whomever all the whoever your god is even when you don't have a control you have to get to a place where you can remind yourself that oh i didn't make myself i didn't design the lungs to connect to the the oxygen to the blood to the heart there's a bigger system here at work and let me remind myself and just relax and let that system take over and just opt into the breath so we take longer breaths that deep belly breaths and what does that do that calms the water calms our nervous system calms our body uh and then from there we can make better decisions because we can't exec we can't what we call is executive function which is when your brain's capacity to handle sort of like more thoughts at once which is what you're having to do now right you got more things going on on a higher level so you're almost kind of like the i live in california the 405 freeway is got all these cars on it now and we (laughs) need to figure out how to get that traffic moving again and the way you get that traffic moving again is you let the the flow the flow has to come in and the flow comes in through the breath and through grace and then through ocean breathing, which is intentional control of the breath or any other meditation that you may use. Some of my meditation that I use that I never thought was meditation was when I run like mm-hmm. that. I, I never yes. knew that was a form of yes. meditation yes. And through this time that I'm experiencing. I haven't been running. I haven't been operating how I normally would operate because everything else is going on and I'm feeling like I have to give more attention to that. However, I always preach or I always talk to my Purple Pants Posse about like, you know, taking time for yourself. And I feel like sometimes it's easier to tell people to take time for yourself when really I should be looking myself in the mirror and saying, brass, you need to take time for yourself. And I think that it's like so, which is why I felt so pulled to reach out to you because I'm like, I'm literally feeling like I am falling in space. And like everything is like happening that I want to happen, but I'm losing control, like and control of myself, control of my friends and people like I'm calling you. You're not calling me back. And I'm like, but you don't understand. Like I'm like, you know, and just being kind of like thrusted back into this like national spotlight uh, for a show that I love and I want to see do better. And at the same time, I want to speak about my voice. And about what really matters. So it just, I find, I just, I find myself losing myself. And I think that like, you know, you helping me check back in and you really like, you know, you reiterating the fact that you can be in control. You have to kind of like submit to the fact that you're not in control. And to, and I think that that's a huge point that like what I'm, I mean, you're speaking to my soul right now. So I'm so appreciated. Yeah. And you know, I, a visual that I get is like, okay, it's Christmas day. 
holiday or whatever holiday you can get your birthdays, Christmas day. And you are super excited and you've gotten all these gifts. All these people are coming over and there's a million things going on. But what do you still have to do? You still have to get up. You still have to brush your teeth. You still have to eat. You still have to, you know, you still have to function because without you, you can't really enjoy the stuff. You can't really enjoy the celebration. You can't really enjoy the people. So our routines, you for you, it's running. One of your self-care routines is running. You you have to continue to um, have this rhythm of care because without the rhythm of care, you will feel out of control. It is your anchor. It is the thing that lets you, um, how you create order amidst the chaos. And from a spiritual perspective, one of the things that we, when we look at the Bible and we look at Genesis 1 and we look at, you know, before God created anything on earth, earth he created an atmosphere and we have to have a winning environment uh and the winning environment is about order and is it about calm out of the chaos of nothingness when we organize it we then are able to produce more so some people think that oh if i stop to do the administrative work or if i stop to take to meditate for 20 minutes or to journal, which is really good at expressing, getting your thoughts out, out of your head so that you can free, free that, that, um, that highway a little bit. If I stop to do these things, if I stop to take the shower, if I stop to run, then I'm actually losing progress. But actually what you're doing is like, you're almost like exponentially doubling down on your capacity to produce because, um, so there's this thing called focus and diffuse thinking. And this is like a sign. These are scientific terms. So when you're focused on something for a very long, time when you take a break you actually give your mind your body your whole spirit time to digest it and to really organize it within your system so then it can then you can actually engage with it better in a flowing manner because it's now it's now embedded in you versus it just sitting on like sitting on the top you know how like we let we let we may cook a marinade but the longer we let the The juices get up into the meat baby yes i know what you mean right and i like i like my meat juicy yeah yeah so you but and so bryce isaiah has to be juicy too and then the way that you marinate the juice of bryce isaiah is you go run you go run right call me on it meditation is running is one of your forms of controlling the breath focusing the mind getting to a place of no fear love and excitement joy passion peace beauty wonder and all that's on the right side of the spectrum of the coin the connected side is a place where we feel hope because from hopefulness we create order from order we experience joy or we feel awe and wonder and beauty versus shock and shame and from awe and wonder and beauty we we create we relate to things creating a sense of intimacy which then leads to peace so we want to shift you to that that side and we start running but if you can't run let's say you can't run because there'll be times when you know you're a busy man you you are wanted now if you can't run you need to be able to immediately um, connect to the self. And this is why our company exists. This is why we're creating the tools that we create. We have a visual meditation platform that we've been demoing at different conferences across the country. We have some prayer slash meditation cards coming out. But before all of that, there's a simple thing, ocean breath, which is four, four count of breathing in, a four count hold, okay. a six count out, and a two count pause. Oh. And you can do this for up, uh, do this whole cycle. Now say that again, because yeah, you didn't lost me. Yeah, so we're gonna f- run back over it. So the first okay. thing about the ocean breath, right? And the reason they call it an ocean breath is because it literally you are gonna have the sound. It's gonna sound like the ocean in your ear because what you're gonna do is you're gonna put your tongue to the roof of your mouth so that the air just flows directly into your nose and down. Right, like. Oh, 
You hear that? Yeah, That's yours sound like an ocean. Mine sound like a little shady river. <laughs> well, well, I, well, you know, I've been practicing it. But the first time I had to do it years ago, I was like, what is this? You know, it's almost kind of like a smoother snoring in a sense. Like you're without the, <laughs> you know, but you just so you do four breaths in, hold your breath for four. So it'll be like one, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, exhale, two, three, four, uh-huh, five, six, pause two, and then inhale again. One, two, three. Oh, wait, I got to put my tongue at the top of my yeah. mouth. Hold on, yes. I forgot that part. Oh, but hold I, on. But oh, I hear your sounds. Your sounds sound beautiful. And you will immediately notice when you start to do this, when you're like rapidly moving or panicking or like, I got to sign the contract and the deal is da, 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 da. Or for me, it's like the kids need breakfast. And I got to like this morning, I had the lawyer on the phone, the kids needed breakfast. And after the lawyer was the publisher and it was just like running crazy. And I'm like, okay, I just opt into my breathing. And then I'm able to just flow better in the space. And so you want to do, um, you can do this ocean breathing 10 times up to, you can do that cycle up to 10 times. So you can do it before you go to sleep and when you wake up in the morning. But in the, if you are like in the moment where you're, some people experience anxiety attacks or panic attacks or you're just feeling like you're starting to spiral out, do your ocean breathing and make sure your belly is rising and falling. And that's the other thing, not just that you check the accuracy of it by, um, you know, the sounds, but also that it's not, you're not breathing just through your chest, but you're really getting it down into your diaphragm and your belly is rising and falling. And you will immediately just feel the nervous system start to gather itself again. Uh, and in a, in a month we will have our breathing room live and, uh, we have visual meditations where you can watch sort of different scenes and there's a counter on there to help you um, do the 10, the cycle of 10. So that'll be coming. So, you know, if your listeners are listening and you, you try this and you like it and you love it, but you're like, I just can't seem to not think about anything while I'm doing it or not, you know, sit with it. Like we'll have something for you our live breathing room launching in about a month. I love that. And I'm like so grateful for you coming on. And what I'm realizing is that like by talking with you is that like we just scratching the surface and I I feel that like, yes, like I like there's so much more that I could ask or, you know, that I want to talk about. But I I think it's important to also to and small pieces and people to kind of like take this information because even like we're recording now, I'm going, I got to listen back to this because I need to make sure that I take in everything that you said. And so I think that like this is something great and I think the work that you do is amazing and that it needs to be heard more so I would love maybe you know maybe sometime next month you can come back and you know maybe we just created the purple pants piece okay yes purple pants piece and we started off with one truth being aware of how you're feeling two recognizing what areas of your life that feeling is really stemming from or that awareness and then three surrendering to that it's okay to feel that feeling whatever it is don't judge it don't try to um just immediately run from it and then four breathing through it right we start there that is the beginning let's start there get a rhythm of there that's the beginning of our rhythms of self-care just making sure we're aware of how we're feeling we have an understanding of the cause of the root cause of the feeling or any cause of the feeling we are give ourselves permission and not judgment for the feeling and we begin to add our breathing Mm. to the feeling you know we begin to endure the give ourselves empathy and compassion through that breath so yes come on purple podcast 
Purple Pants Podcast audience. Yes. yes Let's breathe are- it out. And I look for, you know, anytime. I'm, I'm, I love it here. You know, anytime you want me, guys. You, want, you guys want me back. And, and- yes, we, we're going to have to have you back because, listen, I'm going through a lot and I need to talk about it. And I'm always <laughs> so transparent with my Purple Pants Posse. I always let them know, like, I feel like a part of this podcast for me is therapy because I, I am authentically myself here. But before I let you go, Clarissa, please let the people know where they can follow you at and if they want to get more information on this Being Academy, where that is available. Yes. So for our website, you can go to mybeingacademy.com and there you will connect with us through the connect tab. Uh, Give us your email address and we right now, we're just wrapping up a series this week um, and we're actually, the the final part of the series is on Refresh which is actually walking people through how to build their rhythm of care. So that series is ending, but in a month, like I said, we'll have the breathing room opening up. So if you're on our mailing list, you'll get first awareness of when that actual breathing room is open up. You can also find us on Instagram at The Being Academy. That's our Instagram, you know, IG name. Uh, yeah, and so follow us on there. We just released last week a little short um video on breathing in honor of Juneteenth and in honor of Black Lives Matter and in honor of all of those people who um, whose breath was cut short and you know we are just and so that campaign was just the Just Breathe campaign and you have the right to remain breathing and so that's Mm. literally if you go to our YouTube the Being Academy YouTube if you go to our Instagram you can find the um, click the video it's an IGTV it's also on YouTube and you can watch that video and that really is a declaration on why breathing is so important you know for those we we breathe today for those whose breath was cut mm. too short we breathe mm. today and we have the right to remain breathing and anything mm. we say or do should not be held against our breath and i think mm. that that that's really important anything that you are doing or saying right now speaking up for people of color lbgtq black men humanism all of those those things should not be held against your breath you should still be holding being able to have your breath and in the midst of all of this in the midst of everything that's going on so that's what we are out here promoting so follow us on ig sign up for our newsletter look at our youtube and we have some good things coming up like in a month we'll have the breathing room and then before the end of the year and the top of next year we're launching the actual prayer meditation cards that people will really enjoy and that will help them even um, get into the meditation a little longer yes well thank you so much clarissa joe middleton for coming on the purple pants podcast sharing your wealth and knowledge and i can't wait until the next time that we can continue this conversation on the purple pants podcast it's been such a pleasure All right, and we are on to one of my favorite segments of the podcast, Purple Pants Pick. You pick, I say. So yes, every Saturday I will post to my Instagram, Bryce Isaiah, a pair of lustrous purple pants. And I'll say drop your topic and you can put whatever you want your baby boy to talk about, whether it's news, whether it's sports, whether it's movies, whether it's pop culture, whatever you want to hear your baby boy say, I gotcha. So listen, without further ado, let's get into this first purple pants pick. First up, we have Austrian Ashley and she wants to know, what you think about your boy, Kanye Z, Kanye West, running for president? Is this a TMZ stunt or is he the next Donald Trump? 
Whew, Chile. Okay, so over the weekend, yes, Kanye West, I guess he said that he announced, you know, he took to his Instagram and Twitter that says, we must now realize the promise of America by trusting God, unifying our vision and building our future. I am running for the president of the United States. Hashtag 2020 vision. Now, although I don't mind Kanye, I don't mind the Kims, the Kardashians. I don't mind all of that. I don't, you know, I, I like some of Kanye's music, you know, after he went on his crazy rant talk about slavery was a choice I kind of had to distance myself a little bit from Kanye although I really do truly believe that he means well in that same breath I don't want him for president I think we've had enough of reality presidents if you ask me so I'm gonna have to pass on that okay and then my girl April Ryan had to come with some facts okay she said former VP Joe Biden is the presumptive Democrat nominee for president. Donald Trump is the presumptive Republican nominee for president. Rapper Kanye West hasn't even completed the required FEC filing to actually be a presidential candidate and is only running for headlines. And I oot. Okay. So I think that answers your question for you. What's the next purple pants pick? The next purple pants pick is Jason underscore Costello. And he wants to know, What'd you do for the 4th of July? Hey, Jason. Uh, so the 4th of July, you know, Wendell had a little barbecue earlier in the day. I had a little shoot that I had to handle. And then I kind of just hung out at Wendell's house. We had a little barbecue. We had a nice little menu while keeping the social distance. You know, keeping a cute baby boy had a nice little cute little short, short, short outfit. Okay. That I was dying to wear. But COVID-19 was not going to mess up how I feel about, okay, my summer wardrobe and my summer outfit. So baby boy put on his little short, short outfit. I also had my black and gay AF shirt and white on. Okay. And they are still available for sale. So make sure you guys click the link in my bio on my Twitter and my Instagram and the proceeds are benefiting the mahogany project. Okay. Come on, plug. But yeah, I hung out at Windows for a little bit, went home. I started watching a TV show. Rodney called me, was talking to Rodney for a little bit and baby boy went to sleep. I was out like a light bulb, like a light bulb, like a, like a, like a, like a, like a light bulb. That was my 4th of July. Oh, yes. Now what is the next purple pants pick? Next up for Purple Pants Picks, we have John John Rules. And he wants to know if you saw Rob's TikTok video with the boys. Baby, stop the press. Yes, I saw Robert on the tick in the talk. Okay, putting them babies to work. I hope he paid them babies because that looked like a whole video shoot. Okay, the babies was just waking up. They was throwing things in the trash. They was drinking, putting puzzles together. He even had baby girl, Nicole on there. Yes, I saw Robert on the tick in the talk. And I had to listen. I had to write a comment below the photo. I said, Robert? Baby boy, is you on the tick in the talk? Anyway, I thought it was so cute. You know, Robert and his literally baby boys are the cutest thing ever. So, of course, you know, I had to see Robert on the tick in the talk. What you got next? What's our next purple pants pick? Next up, we have Chesky64. And he wants to know, when you go to the barbecue, are you team hot dog or are you team hamburger? Now, we talk about food. We not talk about nothing dirty. That's another podcast. Whew, Chile. Now that is a hard question because listen, I love me a hot dog, okay? Okay. But I also love me a hamburger. But in all honesty, that's a, a tough one. But I'm just saying, where are the hot sausages at? Okay, because at the barbecues that I go to, we have hot dogs, hamburgers, and we have a hot sausage. And if you ain't never had a hot sausage, then baby, you is missing out. 
out. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let me wet the whistle. Cause listen, I can go for a hot sausage right about now. And no, I ain't being nasty. I'm talking about the hot, a beep hot sausage, baby. Change your life. But back to the debate, a uh, hot dog or hamburger. But it depends. Is the hamburger, I mean, is the hot dog burnt? Cause you know, let's see. My uncle Pookie, when he on the grill, he likes to burn the hot dogs. Okay. Who like a burnt hot dog? But I probably am going to have to go with. I don't know, y'all. Ooh, I don't know, baby. I'm probably going to have to go with a cheeseburger, okay? A little burger with some cheese, baby, with some barbecue sauce, a little mayonnaise on a bun, a little ketchup and mustard. Ooh, ooh, okay, so I'm going hamburger. I'm going hamburger only because a hot sausage was not an option. All right, what's the next Purple Pants pick? The next Purple Pants pick, we have Jumanji. And in honor of 4th of July, he wants to know what does freedom mean for you? I think this is a really, really, really good one. And for me, I think on the last podcast, I might have talked about it or the two podcasts before it. But for me, we're not free unless we're all free. And so that is what it really means to me. And although I will partake in the 4th of July festivities, because that's just really what I've known from a child. I, you know, for me, my Independence Day was Juneteenth. And I talked about what that meant for the slaves in Galveston, Texas. So it's important for me to amplify my voice and to really talk about the things that like, what does freedom mean? Freedom means if a black man gets pulled over by the police that, you know, the police can walk up to his car and ask him a question and he go home safely. That's what freedom for me is freedom for me is as a gay black man that I can be who I want to be love who I want to be and in any circle in the world I can be myself whether if it's in the black community whether it's in the social media wherever it is I can be myself that's freedom for me that's what it, it really means to me and it's kind of a touchy subject but I also feel like you know this is the place to, to have those conversations to have those uncomfortable conversations but we all can't be free unless Everyone is free. So think think about that. Listen to that. Okay. We're not free unless everybody is free. Not some rules are different from some and that, you know, so just because the forefathers, you know, said it and we take a look at the country right now and we see people all around the world taking down these historical monuments, Christopher Columbus and a lot of these other people like, listen, like, yes, like, let's not, you know, and they use the term whitewash the history. Let's tell the, the true history. Let's tell the Juneteenth history. Let's tell everything. Um, and so for me, that is freedom. And so that's, you know, that was a good one. All right. So what's the last purple pants pick? And our final purple pants pick is Inaki B24. And he wants to know a very important question. We all want to know. We saw a dog driving a car. Your mama dog was going to the store for her to pick up some things. So we want to know. We want to see. We need to see Sunshine's license. Does she drive for Uber, Lyft? Who? What kind of service? How do we reserve her car? We need all the details. Thank you. Okay. Y'all are so funny for putting this one on the purple pants pick. So listen, I'm just minding my business last week and my mom sends me a photo of Sunshine, which is not uncommon for Barb because, you know, Barb sends photos of Sunshine every day. And in this very particular photo, Sunshine is sitting in the front seat. Okay. She got her paw on the steering wheel and it truly looks like if and when you see the photo, 
photo that like in Sunshine's eyes, it looks like Sunshine is driving. Now that's part of the problem that like, you know, my mom was able to capture a photo of if you look into the dog's eyes that she's driving. So I merely just posted the photo to my Instagram because I just thought it was funny. And Bebe, you know, the Purple Pants Posse, they DM me and was like, is Sunshine driving your mom to the liquor store? Because in the photo, obviously my mom and John were at the liquor store. So I text my mom back and I said, did Sunshine? I said, well, you know, I said, girl, did you have Sunshine drive you to the liquor store? And no more than two seconds later, my mom FaceTimes me, okay, with a bottle, not a bottle, with a glass of wine in her hand and she's cracking up and she's like, yes, yes, Sunshine is my new driver. Now, I know to some of y'all that might be funny, but to me it's not because like I really believe that my mom one day will like wake up and get in her car and she'll get in the passenger side and allow Sunshine to get in the driver's seat, okay? Because that's, my mom is crazy when it comes to Sunshine. She treats Sunshine like a human and I'd be like, girl, girl, get it together. But yes, my mom told me that, okay, Sunshine took her and John to the store to get some uh, uh, alcohol run, okay? But here's my problem. They ain't get no Tito's. They did not get any Tito's. What is the baby boy supposed to wet his whistle to? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. All right, and that's going to conclude this week's Purple Pants Pick. If you didn't get your pick in this week, then listen, you ain't got to worry. Just this Saturday to my Instagram, Bryce Isaiah, I will post up the Purple Pants, and I'll write a question. I'll say drop your topics, and you know what to do. All right, let's keep this podcast rolling. Hello, everyone. If you are hearing my voice, that means we are back with another edition of Advice with Bryce. So let's get right into it. Dear Bryce, I am a mother of two and recently divorced. My ex-husband and I have been trying to co-parent, but I find it extremely difficult given the context of our divorce. I try not to express my feelings in front of the children, but oftentimes I get angry at his behavior and lack of initiative to be an active parent in their lives. I feel like at times if he is upset with me, he takes it out on the children by not being present. You have talked about being a social worker and I would like your advice and insight on how I should be moving forward. Love you and the work that you are doing. Continue fighting the good fight and remember, we go together. Sincerely, Monica. Thanks so much, Nasir. And hey, Monica, so this is a lot of work that I have done a lot of times in my profession as being a social worker. I've had to facilitate a lot of family engagement meetings and literally this would be the subject of our family engagement meetings was how to co-parent, what does that look like, and utilizing the supports that you have. So first things first, I think that it's important for you to recognize that you are even writing this advice to me because you love your children and you want your children to have both their parents in their life. I think it's also important for you, Monica, to realize that you are just coming out of a divorce and you might need to take some time to really process that and just process that not even like being divorced, but process Monica being a single parent, Monica being single. Because a lot of times I find that parents don't take the time to really kind of get into that mindset and really process that. And then they start to do things despite their spouse and despite their ex. And it really has nothing to do with the ex. It's really a lot of work within themselves. Another thing that I think is really important, Monica, is family support. I don't know what your relationship is like with your family. I don't know what your relationship is like with your ex-husband's family. But we got to we have to pull in those family supports. So if you've got like 
like your mom, your sister, your brother. We need his family, his uncles, his aunts. Because what they can do is create a buffer for you and your husband. So say your brother has a great relationship with your ex-husband, then we can utilize that. And so if there are issues that arouse, if you feel like he is not being an active parent, then maybe your brother can be the one to deliver that message to him. So one that takes out any confrontation between you and him Two, your brother steps up as a support system and he has your ex-husband has a great relationship with your brother. So that way he might actually hear what is going on. And so maybe your ex-husband might have an attitude with you, but he doesn't have an attitude with your brother. And that way we could loop your brother in to kind of help be this bridge. And so, again, in every meeting that I always say, it's not about how you feel about your ex-husband. It's not about how your ex-husband feel about you. It's about how you feel about them babies and them kids. That is what's most important. You know, a lot of the times you might be saying to yourself, listening to this, Monica, like, but it, no, he didn't do that. Like, so, but we got to take that away, Monica. And we remember we're here for the children and how we can best co-parent. And sometimes, and especially if you are, you both are just recently divorced, y'all not y'all favorite people right now. So sometimes even y'all, you could literally be like, oh, it's raining today. And he'd be like, it's not raining. Like, you know, he just may want confrontation. You just may want confrontation. So I think it is so important to utilize your natural support system that you have around to help be these buffers, to help in this communication. I also think that it's important that maybe you guys be open to like therapy about how co-parent should look because some people just do not know what co-parent looks like. And I'll be honest, like I was a child of divorced parents and I don't think my parents co-parented the best, but I don't think my parents had examples of what co-parenting should look like. And so sometimes that plays a role into things as well too. Maybe your husband could possibly be open to that you know counseling for co-parenting and for the sense of the children you want your children to grow up well adjusted you want your children to be as happy as possible you don't want them to have trauma from baggage that you and your husband could possibly be bringing into their lives another thing you said that kind of rung true to me a little bit monica was you said you try not to talk bad about their dad in front of them and i think you have to be so careful about that monica because the babies the kids they listening they hear even when you think they not listening them kids are really 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 listening and so we always want to promote positive imageries of the mother and father to the children to let them know that although we're not in the same house we still love each other that's very important because for these children they've just suffered a trauma from the divorce and so we want to make sure that you guys as parents and again what what do I say in these meetings always is we got to put these kids first you got to put your feelings to the back burner okay because when you became a mom when he became a dad guess what them kids became first and although the marriage may have dissolved these babies ain't going nowhere so y'all bonded together for life and so it's important to just remember that these children were just traumatized by this divorce and this breaking up of this household and your job as their parents is to do the best that you can do to co-parent and I know it might be hard a lot of the times you might have to ooh, you might have to do them ocean breathes that we just learned from Clarissa but you've got to put them babies first now I'm not saying put up with his behavior and let him like nope 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 that's when you use outside sources that's when you go to your brother your aunt that's when you can maybe go to his mother somebody that can get the message to him so you guys aren't always fighting. I know it might be really rough right now given what you said that the terms of your divorce. However, time heals a lot of things and I think the longer that you guys can go being cordial and respectful, you may find that you can almost rebuild your friendship and actually have a friendship in this co-parenting process. Now, I'm not saying that's guaranteed, but you could have a working relationship and things can get better. Just know that right now is definitely going to be a tough because you're still 
experiencing almost a death. A marriage is like death. So you are processing this death and at the same time being a mother and at the same time having a co-parent. So it is hard. It's definitely stressful. So I think that it's important for you to acknowledge that and for you to kind of like have a release, have a break so that you can have time to process that. So that would definitely be my advice on how to kind of like move forward co-parenting and you know just really kind of having the best relationship that you can with your ex during this time but definitely utilize your natural supports I think a lot of the times from the meetings that I hold people don't want to bring their family into the drama and all of that stuff but listen you got to bring it back to the children and you got to you know maybe including someone else could really alleviate some stress being put on the children and I think if and when you bring it back to the children you'll always be able to get somewhere with your ex-husband. So that's my this week's advice with Bryce. Monica, I hope that helps. Please DM me. I'd love to talk with you if you would like. But yes, so this is going to conclude this week's advice with Bryce. And once again, if you feel like you need advice with Bryce, please do not hesitate to reach out to the Purple Pants Podcast. You can contact Bryce at purplepantspodcast at gmail.com. Who's the freak? Who's the freak? Who's the... Freak of the week. Who's that? Oh, who's that? Who's that freaky, freaky freak? Who's the freak of the week? Might be me. Might be you. Might be. All right, and we are on to the Freak of the Week, baby. You know, this is one of my favorite segments of the podcast. So this week, I told y'all I had a little barbecue. I was handling a million other things to do. So when I finally got some time on Sunday, I had me a lazy, lazy, lazy Sunday. Also, it was real hot in Philadelphia, okay? It was almost like 100 degrees in the middle of the day. Well, I'm just trying to chill and, you know, take a nap, watch some TV. My power go out. I'm like, what in the hell? So it was hot. Okay, my air conditioner cut off. I finally, stopped being lazy, got my air conditioners up from the basement. So I was like, you know, just trying to luxuriate, cooling off, okay, under the covers, like nice and chilly. My air conditioner just cut off because I lost power for like three hours. So during that three hours, I'm like, you know, but let me scroll through the Instagram and see what's popping. Let me see who, what everybody doing, you know, after, because listen, I'm feeling so full from, you know, the, the day before the 4th of July. Okay, baby got me a food, baby. Okay. Any of you, any of the purple pants posse know what a food baby is? Okay, listen. So listen, I'm just trying to let my food baby, you know, lay around until she or he is ready to come on out. Okay, that's not the freak of the week. Keeping the freak of the week, freak of the week rolling. So I'm just scrolling through the Instagram and I come across Miss Natalie Anderson. Okay, from season 40. And Big Bay, listen, she don't play around. She is a fit queen. Okay, she gets it in. And so I'm just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling like, geez, Louise, like, yes, Natalie, get it popping. But the one photo that caught my mind, not my mind. Well, listen, it caught my mind, body and soul. Okay, it was on June 3rd, she writes, but first, let me tie my ponytail. Under the caption, it's one, 600 meters, two minute rest, two, 800 meters, a minute and 30 second rest, four, 400 meters, a minute rest, six, 200 meters, 45 second rest. Whoo, baby, what's going on? 
Where are we running from? Where's the fire? Where are the police at? Listen, baby. Who? Miss Natalie Anderson. I got to give it to you. Okay. You definitely inspire me because I need to get my act together. But listen. This week, Miss Natalie Anderson is the freak of the week. So listen, you know what I need for you to do, Purple Pants Posse? I need for you to go to Natalie Anderson's Instagram, find that photo on June 3rd, and let her know she is the freak of the week, baby. Listen, I just love the freak of the week because they just come to me. Literally, I just scroll through the Insta, and they literally just pop out at me. So it's so much fun. But y'all know how I feel about freak of the week because the freak of the week means we are at an end of another podcast. I want to thank my purple pants posse so much for staying in there with me i want to thank all of our new listeners don't forget if you have not if you could please subscribe to my podcast on apple Podcasts. okay make sure you cling subscribe make sure you write your baby boy a review give me a five-star rating okay show me some love but truly i'm so excited you know i can't wait for the next week episode to see what tea i got for you but it is important to remember guys do not ever dim your light okay to make somebody else feel comfortable comfortable okay shine shine it shine it shine it okay this little light of mine i'm gonna let it shine okay i'm gonna keep shining until next week but you know where you can find me it's a it's a it's a